Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. October, Red October, Red October. It's playoff time at Citizens Bank Park. We've got playoff games in action, and we are thrilled to have you here on PHOY Phillies Podcast. I'm Renee Washington, joined by my twin for the day, Jamie Lynch. <laughs> we are overall twins, and Jamie, cheers. We made it to Red October. Yeah. And it is finally playoff baseball time. Now, we've got a lot to get into today. We've got to preview the matchup. We've got to announce our winner for the ticket giveaway. We also have to just talk about our predictions for the game. So welcome into the show. For those of you that are tuning in, uh, happy to have you here. Jamie, gosh, where do we begin? Let's start with these overalls. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. <laughs> From our, um, our clients at FOCO, Renee, which you'll tell us more about in a little bit, but uh, uh, they came in today, and I am not an overall guy. I've never worn overalls except for maybe my uh, – Levi, what are they? Osh, uh, Levi, Oshkosh Bagash. Oshkosh Bagash. Oshkosh Bagash in the mid '80s, late '80s. Uh, so this is my first time back in them in a long time, and I gotta tell you, they're uh, they're pretty damn practical. Um, <laughs> it's pretty great. I have um, right now four beers in the front pouch. We got Philly's Yingling right there. Oh, don't oh. drop it. You have a lot that you're holding right now. And uh, according to my math. Uh, you can fit up to nine beers pretty comfortably in these overalls. So if you're going to be roaming around the parking lots like myself tonight uh, and you don't really feel like having a bag, I highly suggest a pair of overalls from FOCO and you too can comfortably carry nine <laughs> beers in your in your pockets. So pretty great. How's that for advertisement? Now, yeah. what I like is they are very comfortable. They're very unisex. Um, they fit all body shapes, types, sizes, heights. Except when a um, <laughs> fat guy in a little overall decides to <laughs> try on the say, wrong pair. It is funny because you did have my overalls on, um, so they don't fit everybody. You have to get the size that works for you well, and I, don't try to share overalls with people that are not the same size It was a humbling experience putting on a size medium. Um, <laughs> When I found out it was a medium, I was very relieved. Let's say that. I feel like yeah. I, I've lost 30 pounds just <laughs> going into the XLs. Uh, so pretty, pretty good. It was a, uh, it was a real low point followed by an extreme high point there. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I understand why Nick Castellanos rolled the legs because the legs are uh, big. 
Um, so that's why I'm all rolled up. I'm not some like sicko calf pervert that needs to always show my legs. Dude, the legs I don't know, Jamie. Yeah. I think you just like showing the calf. <laughs> Listen, what I like is the fact that I think it's, I'm going to say Eoniel. Eoniel started drinking at 8 a.m. <laughs> That's commitment. It's never, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. It's Get never too early to start drinking. coffee in your system. Could be we, a late night. Yeah, it could be a very long night. Welcome, everybody. Look, there's multiple ways to break down the overalls. You can wear them as capris, I like you're doing. They're I think like, you look a lot cooler than I do, <laughs> um, personally, but... I'm very comfortable. I think you're getting very, it's, it's very dad vibe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my wife, vibe. who is joining me at the game tonight, uh, told me, absolutely no, you're not allowed <laughs> to wear those. Oh, really? Yeah, so I think she doesn't want to be embarrassed by me. Well. But the beers have already been flowing. Self-confidence is growing. <laughs> Might actually wear them tonight. Bum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got the flip-flops. I thought you also said you're not going to wear flip-flops to ballpark. Well, all right. So there's been a development there. Oh, I, no. I do have sneakers just in case. Oh, but no. playoff games, everybody's in their seats. Nobody's socializing. Nobody's out and about. Mm. The bathrooms are going to be minimized tonight, so I might go flops. And... It's an absolutely perfect day for baseball. It is, but some people like Eoniel started drinking at 8 a.m. and yeah, are going to be all over him. the urinals, and it's going to be a mess. And so uh, It's a game-time decision. I'm going to be taking the subway shortly, and uh, I'll decide right before we leave. All right. Well, there you have it. Yeah, but who needs caffeine? The adrenaline currently. is rolling. Woo. Jamie's showing the shoes, the flops, which I didn't know that was – I never call them flops. That's That's odd. That's – what do you call them? Flip-flops. Yeah, flip-flops. You just... Did I say flops? You say, yeah, you can... <laughs> like, you know. like four times. Yeah, the flops. It's fine. Either works. <laughs> it's the beer. They're, not, they're now just flops. All right, let's get into the matchup here. Um, we, are, we are thrilled. We are excited to be able to have Zach Wheeler on the mound starting things off for us. Uh, we've been talking about Zach and his preparation to be able to go... Game one, and here we are. And what I love about Zach Wheeler and this Jesus Lazardo matchup, we'll get into the numbers specifically, is that Zach Wheeler came into the Phillies when he came to the club years back, was really brought in to be kind of like a, a number two guy in the bullpen, helped round things out with Nola, and has really taken on this, this team, put the team on his back, and has been the consistent, consistently best pitcher for the Phillies. So yeah. I love that we can start the playoffs with Zach facing off against the Marlins. Yeah, I've said before, I, th I honestly believe he's one of the greatest Phillies signings ever. Yeah. Uh, because based on market value, they got him under market value. And he, he was one of those guys that they kind of signed hoping because he had injury history in New York. He could never really put it all together. Mm -hmm. He was one of the big five, if you remember, back with like the Dark Knight and yeah. Steven Matz and all those guys. And DeGrom ended up becoming unbelievable. Uh, but Wheeler was that guy with stuff that never could stay healthy and string it all together. And the Phillies kind of gambled and paid him a fair contract, uh, but he stayed healthy and he put it all together here in Philadelphia. Uh, he's been a phenomenal signing for them. And yeah. I can't imagine the nerves and adrenaline and what is pumping through his veins right now mm -hmm. to throw game one in Citizens Bank Park you know, they didn't get that last year. They were in St. Louis, and they were the underdog in every series. Now you're the favorite, and tides have turned. They've shifted. Zach Wheeler's got the ball in his hands, and as Sam M. in the chat says, wheels up, baby. Oh, I feel yeah. great about him. Zach came into, uh, today, into today's game 
the numbers going back to the 2020 season, 629 and a third innings pitched and a 19.3 WAR and has been a top pitcher, not only for Phillies, but also when you look across Major League Baseball, the numbers have been consistent. And Zach has talked a lot about changing his, his game, the, you know, the way that he's been controlling his pitches, the way that he's been consistent with his pitches. Um, he said he really had to take a step back and have a hard look after his Tommy John surgery. And that was back in March of 2015, as you're cracking open another beer, I love it, to really adjust his pitching. And it paid off in a big way. We love these stories of, of growth and development. And Zach Wheeler is like the epitome of everything that Phillies baseball is all about. So what better person to start us off in the pitching now? Yeah, it's awesome. And look, it's going to come down to Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, and we're going to give our players you yeah. know, later and this and that. But a three-game series... You need your studs to be studs. Oh, yeah. And Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola are going to decide this series. Uh, I hope they come out and give us what we're all, you know, praying for here. Mm -hmm. And Thursday is irrelevant. Uh, but three-game series are weird. Uh, underdogs can win. Yeah. Um, so Zach Wheeler's got to be great tonight. No pressure. And Aaron Nola, got to get out of that RAV4 fourth inning tomorrow, bud. Oh, because, yeah. uh, you know, granted, and we'll get into the moves, the bullpen can come in, and Rob Thompson will probably have a quick hook tomorrow mm -hmm. with Nola if things struggle. Uh, but they got to be great for the Phillies <laughs> to advance here, and, you know, I, I kind of believe they're going to be. Yeah, I think so. And I, I love that you guys in the chat – yeah, I agree. We're, we're – um First of all, you need some overalls, Alyssa. For anybody that's considering getting overalls, I love a good pair of overalls. I used to rock them back in the 90s growing up. Um, Scooby-Doo overalls actually one of my main overalls. Go figure. Now wow. that I think about it. Yeah, Nick, hello. Um, but also, yeah, I don't think the Marlins are ready for this. I don't think, you know, this is, it's playoff baseball at Citizens Bank Park. We've all been waiting for this moment. And I know the Marlins have been talking about how they are expecting it to be a rowdy crowd and expecting it to be loud and expecting, expecting, expecting. But as uh, we all know, it's, it's a lot different here. And reality versus expectations is totally different. And like Bryce was talking about, Citizens Bank Park's been like a 4 out of 10. We haven't even seen a 10 out of 10. I'm going to probably not have a voice in the post-game show. Oh, yeah. I, f I sense myself getting irrational. Um, <laughs> so get ready to do some heavy lifting. Uh, that place is going to be outrageous. Uh, Drew Doherty says tonight that the over-under on Wheeler strikeouts is six and a half. I like it. I'm going over, baby. Pound that over on DraftKings. Uh, we'll tell you more about them in a little bit. But you're right. Like, there's some speculation about first pitch. We'll get into that in a little bit. But that place... Pitch one for Jesus Lazardo is going to be a nerve-wracking experience. I saw Jazz Chisholm earlier today, did a web interview with some Marlins people, and he yeah. was like, oh, the Marlins, uh, you know, when the, brights, uh, the lights are bright, we, we love it. We, nobody, nobody's more ready for the, the lights and the pressure than us. Dude, you've never seen anything like Citizens Bank no. Park. You play in front of 6,000 people in Miami. You're about to walk into a stadium that is physically, literally rocking. Literally. Like it's, There's going to be movement in the concrete tonight. Uh, we're frothed up. People are going to be drunk. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. And it's going to be something the Marlins have never seen before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And something else that um, people oh. have seen before is... The Red October koozie. Yeah, getting I, we're some getting love. some shout-outs for the overalls and the koozie. There it is. Show it off. Jamie's modeling right yeah. now. I love the, the comment. Right now on QVC, <laughs> this can be yours if you visit our friends at FOCO. <laughs> And for just $19.99, we'll also throw in a second koozie yeah, if you order little, right now. Let me get and a if you order before here. this show is. <laughs> Ooh, 
Got the Take October shirts, too. Woo! No! Showing a little skin. Taking the overalls down. I'm having a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, also the fact that um, Kyle had the, the great comment to point out, you're rocking like the dad about to mow the lawn. <laughs> oh, I'm like, these things are so practical. And I'm, I'm giving 90s for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. with the one shoulder. I see like crisscross, man. Yeah, you want to like, jump, Yeah, I need jump. to be like, ah, yeah. ah, and you need to be like. The chances of me doing <laughs> yard work in these are a hundred percent. You know what I think I we should do? I can't wait to ride the mower in I these. I think we should wear these to as many places as possible and see, and just do some ridiculousness. Yeah. Well, uh, my wife's going <laughs> to hate me tonight because I'm pretty sure I'm wearing them to the game now all of a sudden. Listen, you, you cannot go commando under some of these overalls, no. Matthew, to your question, because it depends on the size of your overalls. Like, mine is actually too big, so my shorts, you can't see it on the shot. My shorts are showing. So if I didn't have shorts on, I'd be flashing some goodies, and but here's I don't the other need to be thing. flashed. If I went to the urinal tonight at Citizens Bank Park, I'd oh. have to drop trout and be standing there butt naked peeing. <laughs> and nobody wants that. So I would encourage all people to wear shorts. I will say for ladies, though, overalls. it actually is. You're, you you were talking sauce. about. We're out and about in the <laughs> yeah, wild. You can't be cheeks out. Yeah, I'll be double cheeked <laughs> up. And nobody needs that. Be like, look at this big weirdo in flip-flops with his ass hanging out in the bathroom. So, no, uh, keep the shorts on. So, you were talking about how overalls are actually an inconvenience because you have to, like, undo them. But for women, this is our everyday struggle. Yeah, I feel for 90% of our clothes require our entire outfit to be having to be removed. So, yeah, this is actually, terrible. I was just like, boop, popped yeah. it right off, went to the bathroom, whereas you're like, <laughs> yeah. other issues. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. If they win, we can never take them off. If they win... Well, not just we're not just talking about tonight. Just a reminder, because we are into officially Red October, and I want to continue to hit this home in case some of you forgot. The Phillies win the World Series. Tyler Zuli has proclaimed that he will, live on PHOY Phillies podcast, get tatted. So not only are we going to be up? rocking the overalls through the victories, but also Tyler's going to be here, maybe sprawled out on the table. I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's a back tat. Maybe we're getting a We'll get one of those stamp. massage tables we're gonna get a like right stamp here, here. Yeah. and then they can do And then it. we're going to be doing the show, and Tyler's going to be getting, you know, worked yeah. on. Yeah, so everybody up. should pull for the Phillies to win the World Series for oh, yeah. several reasons. For but, several. Uh, so we can get watch Tyler get tatted on the internet. <laughs> Internet. <laughs> All right. Well, Jamie, we've got the lineup for today. Yeah, big news in the lineup. Let's talk about it. Um, Schwarber, Turner, Boom, Harper, JT. Standard, standard. Cassie Clutch. Standard. Stott. That, that Pache. Is, real quick, Rojas. before you get to the yeah, Pache and Rojas, we'll get to. That is nasty. That's one through one through Stott is absolutely one through a Stott. lineup. <laughs> like there's just really no breaks there. Um there isn't. I mean, Schwarber can kill you with power. Turner can kill you in any number of ways. Bohm uh, is your best runner in scoring position, uh, you know, batter in the lineup this year. Bryce Harper might be the most clutch hitter in baseball. JT Realmuto hopefully has rounded the corner. He looked really good the he final has, two weeks has. of the season. Nick Castellanos had a career year. And then, oh, yeah, Bryson Stott might be the best overall hitter on the team. It, I mean, don't call me Jesus, Jesus Lazardo. I know he's left-handed. Ooh. He's got his work cut out for him tonight. And then let's get to the bottom of the order, which is the big news. That is the big news with uh, Pache and Rojas rounding things out. Alex is saying he's a little worried. The bottom of the lineup makes him a little worried, Alex. And Mickey's also saying that he feels Marsh deserves that spot. I mean, we talked about it yesterday on our show. For those of you that tune in and remember, 
And we got in the conversation of, do you go more defensive? Do you go with, you know, with the left-handed pitcher of Jesus, do you tweak things and maybe strategically, whether it's Weston or Pache, you know, what do you do? Is it Marsh? What does that look like? Well, here's the lineup, and here's what Rob Thompson and the gang went with. I don't know. Are you worried about it at all? Um, no. I hope in 17 years we're talking about Christian Pache like we talk about Matt Stairs. I mean, this kid has a chance to become a legend tonight, <laughs> and sometimes kids can get on a roll. And here's the reason why he's playing tonight over Brandon Marsh. We have a little graphic. Christian Pache uh, versus left-handed pitching uh, this year. The good is he's batted 314 with a 375 on base and a 548. Uh, the average versus Jesus Lazardo, don't call me the Jesus man, uh, is two for four on the year. Now, Brandon Marsh hasn't seen a left-handed, oh, the last, the ugly, the last 30 days. Oh, well, yeah, it's not good. Uh, four for uh, 35. So he's been in a little bit of a slump. But you don't really want to go Brandon Marsh there because you haven't had the confidence to put yeah. him out there the last two months of the season. Yeah. I know that's the talk, and I get it, but he's terrible versus left-handed pitching. And with Pache and Marsh, you're, you, it's a defensive. Uh, they, they cancel each other out because yeah. they're both equally awesome. Um, so you're playing the numbers tonight, and you're playing a righty versus a lefty. Um, I don't hate it. I think yeah. Rob Thompson is uh, putting him on the table a little bit. And I always respect somebody that'll put them on the table at the biggest stage. So I'm going to roll with it until I don't like it. And right now I'm hopeful and optimistic that Christian Pache makes himself a Phillies uh, hero tonight. Yeah, it's definitely a a ballsy move. Um, But look, like you guys said in the chat, the best lineup that that the Phillies can do right now, Chris, I agree with you. Marsh has, and as we talked about, has, has struggled, has been up and down, and up and down even in the lineup of just not consistently being out there and getting at bats. I do love Pache, what he brings defensively, and I think you have to make sure that overall you're putting out the best lineup on both sides of the ball. And so I'm, I'm, I'm trusting Rob. Rob has been making great adjustments down the stretch. Um, again, I know we talked about it. What do you do against the left-handed pitchers? You know, the Marlins are without their aces, so it's been the left-handed pitchers that we have to adjust to. So go with go with what you know. And I think in this situation, it's, it's Pache, it's Rojas. If I'm picking, that's who I'm going with, too, because I think they at least give you enough. As you talk about, one through seven of the batting order is lights out. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's insane. You know, you get to Rojas and Pache, they've been up and down, but... At least we know what they're going to bring defensively. And they've been pretty good offensively, honestly, of just at least getting hits or, or doing well at bats. So I'm all for it. I think this is the best we've got to work with so far. And I'm in Pache, I trust. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> defensively, a ball might not land in, uh, yeah. you know, right center to the left foul line. I mean, the ability to have Pache and Rojas out there defensively is disgusting. Oh my goodness. So you have your best pitcher on the mound with your best and I do think Pache is slightly better than Marsh in the field. Um, I agree. Just slightly. Marsh is really good. Uh, but you have your best pitcher on the mound and you have your best defense behind them. So all he really has to do to justify this is probably get on base Let's once. Get on base. Um, whether that's a walk or a clutch single or double mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. Uh, but the best pitcher on the mound has the best defense behind him, and Zach Wheeler's got to feel pretty good about that. Yeah, honestly, we're it's not kind of expecting win-win. grand slams for no, Pache. Well, no, we're, we're not. just expecting when you're at bat, hit some. Yeah, <laughs> and then, and and just, then let the rest fall where they may. And at worst, don't have three and four pitch at bats. You know, that's it. Uh, grind a couple out, let the guys see some pitches. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of 
your job tonight is to get on base, That's to it. see some pitches, and to make Jesus sweat a little bit. So yep. um, the bar is not high. He just has to be great defensively and give you a couple good at-bats, and I think it's the right decision. Yeah, well, another thing that hopefully was – a correct decision was who's going to be the bell ringer. I know Alex, you're asking our bell ringer predictions and you're thinking it's the answer. Well, um, first pitch, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, bell ringer, you got whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, that's that's um, Sixers talk. We're not talking about them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But for first pitch overall. Huh? You got a prediction? I don't know. So, the reason this became um, a talking point was John Brazier who is the director of fun and games for the Phillies. Shout out, John. He's a great guy. Um, went on the radio this morning and said, this is a name that people are going to be talking about tomorrow. Yep. Uh, and he made the <laughs> comment that it's tied to the sports world. Now, as we know, huh. Taylor Swift is basically one-third of the U.S. economy you right now. You think it's going to be Taylor Swift? I kind of do, yeah. Wow, she was there. Wild. And look, I'm not a Swifty. <laughs> I don't. That's not my world. Um, I think it's been beaten to death, like the NFL getting involved with her. I'm sick mm. of it and all that stuff. But vibes wise, she did sing the national anthem in 2008. So I don't think it's bad vibes to bring her in. Okay. Now, according to my buddy Dave's wife, who is a Swifty and tied into the scene, she was seen in New York City today well, she's with Miles Teller who is probably going to be in the stadium tonight because he's a Phillies diehard. Um, I think there's some really cool options. You know, um, I, think, I think there's a lot of ways you can go mm. right tonight. Uh, but something tells me it's going to be Taylor Swift, and that's just a guess. I hope you're wrong. Um, I, I, I think there's cooler options, believe yeah, me. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, I think the bell ringer, the first pitch, it does bring up some good conversation because there's a lot of names to pull from. And it's like, do you go, like, okay, there's, there's, there's options here. Are you going with more what's going to get you clicks, someone that's connected to the Phillies and I, just Philadelphia overall that's going to be a, is, a fan favorite? I think the goal is chum to the Sharks and what gets people the most nuts. And I think you, there's a name. I don't know if he's physically going to be able to do Charlie. it. If Charlie Manuel was able to That's walk out there. That's what I was there, thinking. I, you know, I saw him rehabbing the other day from yeah. his picture he put out. If Charlie walked out there and everybody's pulling for him and everybody loves Charlie, if he came out there, that place is going to get nuts. I was going to say Charlie, but I didn't know if that was too much of a reach. I do, I, it might be I too say, much for I him. I won't say it's impossible, but maybe it's, he's, he, yeah, he's out there. I don't know physically like what he can and can't do, but if he's just. <laughs> Will says put a Charlie <laughs> hologram out there. Out there oh. That, that will get, like not, um, the hologram isn't real, but if Charlie Manuel is able to walk out on that field tonight, people are going to go nuts. I do see Jason Kelsey, Reese. I don't want to go back to the Kelsey Rollins. Wall. I don't want to go back to the Kelsey well. Save him for another game, not okay. tonight. Okay. Um, I think one that would be, you know, I saw a couple of people say uh, Reese. I think that would be pretty cool, but not the you best you can do. You think it's a former Phillies player? Uh, no, I don't. You think uh, it's Jamie more Moore's of a, it's been a heart, announced for game two. It's a heartstring type of so person. The, the two, I think, outside of Taylor Swift. Oh, J Jalen Hurts would be. Jalen Hurts and Allen Iverson. Now, Christian Pache walked into the stadium tonight in an Iverson jersey, and apparently there was an Iverson shirt worn by another player. I don't know if that's a tell or not, but Iverson and Hertz would both get that place equally crazy. And I think that's wow. the goal tonight, is to get that stadium frothed up, ravenous, and have the Marlins go, oh, shit. 
Like, they can talk all they want about lights and pressure and this and that. Mm-hmm. Citizens Bank Park is the best home field advantage in baseball. Okay. Uh, statistically and proven by players on the field. I mean, you, you had an Astros manager last year say, that was four hours of hell. Is like, true? he was telling Rob Thompson that I've never seen anything like this. So, the point of the first pitch tonight is to get that place rocking. And I think Charlie, Hurts, and Iverson are the big three. Okay. Uh, Taylor Swift doesn't really get people nuts. <laughs> it would just... <laughs> yeah, it would be... To me, that's why I, I don't like it. So I was just doing a deep dive on online. I was oh, just yeah. investigating. Um, it is pretty silent across social media. Oh, yeah, all they're keeping them. this They're one. keeping it secret. I did some diving into, like, the people around them to see if maybe they would be posting something that would give us a hint. Oh, Oogie Boogie says Iverson, it was Bryce in the Iverson shirt. Okay. I, mm. Iverson has been pretty actively making some appearances as of late. I've been seeing Iverson in more autograph signings, shaking hands with the kids, kissing babies. So I feel like Iverson's really been embodying just being more present in Philly. I could see that. Jalen Hurts would be fantastic. You want to talk about Citizens Bank Park shaking. I think it would explode. And here's the thing. Uh, both Hurts and Iverson, they're going to hum one in there. Yeah. Because they both oh, yeah. played baseball. Oh, yeah. And I, I, Iverson's just a freak. They're both freak athletes, but Iverson yeah. was a freak athlete. I mean, himself. I could see it being an eagle in general. If it's not, I don't think Jason Kelsey. I think Hurts is maybe it's like Hertz a, or bust, I think. Okay. So AJ you Brown be got for, drafted. I was say, you AJ be, Brown got drafted. I was, that's what I was going to say. AJ Brown has a baseball background. He yeah, actually got he drafted was, into the league. He was sick. And he's, you know, has. But I think Hurts is the one. That storyline. I think if you want the place nuts, I think Hertz is the one that gets it. I nuts. was thinking Utley too, but I don't know if it would be. A, I don't know. Um, I saw I saw some some names in there that are very interesting choices, but I will I be just, in I'm my seat. I'm hoping it's not Taylor Swift has already it. been in the area because she was obviously at the Chiefs game versus the Jets. That was nauseating. That yeah. was very nauseating, and I don't know if we're, if you just piggyback off of what the NFL has been overly tweeting about. That's the only reason I it. think she's in play is because. Of like she got real. Well, if Travis is there, maybe she'll be there. She didn't need. Well, maybe Travis. I don't. You never know. Oh wow! Please no. <laughs> you know, typically an Please off day no. in the NFL going, on Tuesdays. Oh, Sean's feeling like Iverson would not get the crowd excited. Oh, oh I really? think that is. I think AI is the answer. I think oh, AI always gets people going. Always. Oh, if he gets, does one of these, throws it out there. Oh yeah. Uh, and Gabe, Gabe Basine, my buddy. What's up, Gabe? Says Nick Foles. That would get people going. Sirianni already threw a pitch. We saw him in the home opener. Um, doesn't hurt to have him back. But Foles would definitely get people going. He's right there on our wall. I mean, look at him. All Here 10 inches. BDN. Well, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I, there, there's, yeah, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot to think about, but Just I think. too many inches, Tyler. What do you need with all that? I cannot. I cannot, guys. Help me. Just help. Just <laughs> this is what we have to deal with. Jamie's wearing my clothes. He's talking about inches and urinals and oh, he's always showing his legs and feet. Yeah. Tyler just joined in with the foolishness to encourage it. Like help. <laughs> Send help, please. Uh playoff baseball, baby. Home. It's red October. Yeah, my gosh. Okay, the video that dropped was awesome it was for the awesome. Phillies. It gave me chills, it gave me goosebumps. I had to watch it a few times. It was it. The, psh, Listen, my, this season has been a, a movie, and we're not done yet. We're just getting to the best part. Yeah, my favorite part of the video was, I believe it's Garrett Stubbs at the end talking. <laughs> He's like, I tell this to people all the time. He goes, if you want to know what Philadelphia is, <sighs> come here in October. And if you don't like it, get the fuck out. And I, and I was just like, I think yeah! I saw, I don't know what time it came out. It was early. But I was like, oh, my God, get me down there right now. <laughs> uh, so the, they did an awesome job with that video. It was great. <laughs> 
Oh, boy. Uh, again, the interesting comments are still rolling in. Gabe, not the gap. Kelly Oubre. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. By the way, Kelly Oubre's eyes. My God. What are a you mesmerized by his eyes? What a handsome man. I'm telling on you. Yeah. <laughs> Those are some those are some beautiful eyes. I mean, that's I, why there's been some controversy between Kelly. Oh, I'm not going to say. Our own Zach Berman has some beautiful eyes. I'm not afraid to admit it. There's been some controversy in the past between Kelly Oubre and one of his possible new teammates. But this oh, is not the Sixers oh, show. Harden. We're not talking about it. Yeah, they're Eskimo it. bros. Yeah, they are. All right, listen, we have a lot to get into, and we're only in the final minutes. Um, but it's fine. <laughs> we'll keep this going a little bit longer. We're going to have Absolutely. to extend the show because you guys are just continuing to drop some really good names in there. Um, but I don't even know where do we want to. We still have to give you guys our winner from the ticket yes, giveaway. Yes, let's do that. Stay tu- oh. Oh, I'm well, sorry. No. Oh, you're you're you the boss today. You have to stay tuned through the end of the show. Okay. You can't right. watch right. until now and then leave. All right, no. Let's give our players. Okay. Listen, Jamie and I as well as Tyler, took some time to think through some names, uh, some players, I should say specifically, that we feel like you have to keep an eye on. So we each picked one. we got to give that. We've got to give score predictions. We've got a lot to do here, Jamie. Holy crap. Alyssa says, bring out the great Ugith Urbina. Uh, Alyssa, I think he's still in jail. Yeah, for trying to light a guy on fire and have a machete in his hands. What a great reason Um, to get a day out of prison. So I don't think we're going to see Ugith. (laughs) <laughs> to come be a part of Red October what Game 1. What a Phillies legend that guy is. It's going to happen. Ugith is showing up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know who else is showing up? Casty Clutch. Nick Castellanos is my player to watch for a number of reasons. Now, when you look at the numbers alone, Nick Castellanos against Jesus, two for seven. Um, against left-handed pitchers, 324, 369, 581 split. But what I like about Nick Castellanos is earlier in September – When Nick Castellanos was hitting a rut, he did great leading up to the All-Star break, coming out of the All-Star break, was struggling a bit. And against the Marlins, it was where we had the discussion of moving him in the batting order. He he dropped down to number eight. Rob Thompson was like, we have to make a tough decision. It was because of left, right, left, right. Um, but either way, he moved down, and he felt like Nick Cassianos was going to handle it well. Well, Nick Cassianos against the Marlins in that series had three hits, one run, zero home runs, three RBIs. And then following that ever since, in his 64 at-bats, 10 runs, 18 hits, 7 home runs, 18 RBIs, and of course not to mention the big plays we've seen on the other side of the ball from from Casty Clutch. So I think that because of the way he's progressed, it's been kind of an incredible first half of the season, dropped off a little bit after the All-Star break. His splits were not nearly what we saw leading up to the break. But after that, Marlins series was kind of like a wake-up call for Nick. And in the remainder of the regular season, closed out and has been one of the one of the best players from the Phillies consistently and has been someone that, you know, we can count on to make big plays. Now, I think if Scooby's in his ear, that, that also helps because Nick has mentioned he the overthinks. The bad. He does say he overthinks, he overanalyzes things. So as long as he's listening to Scooby Doo, I think Nick is going to be a huge difference maker in this series because it's a redemption also of like, he wasn't grading at the Marlins at that September series. But this is a different Nick. This is BDN possible. Yeah, I mean, look, two years ago, he said he thought he was going to sign with his hometown Miami Marlins, and he thought it was a dream of his, and now he understands why he's in Philadelphia. So this almost seems like manifest destiny for Cassianos to end his hometown squad. Exactly. I think it's it's perfect. When you look at just kind of the evolution of this series, it was the Marlins series that was really that slap-in-the-face wake-up call for Nick Cassianos. So coming into the start of Red October, I feel like we're going to see – Chef Castellanos again. He's going to be cooking. Yeah. Before I get to mine, a couple people in the the chat. Um, <laughs> hypothetical man threw out Gene Segura. What? 
I mean, I, I love Mean Gene. So if he was to come out and throw the first pitch, oh. I don't. I, I guess that would get people going. I think it would. Uh, and a couple people shouted out Liam Castellanos as the first pitch. <laughs> Which We'd would all be love pretty that. funny. We'd all love that. Uh, so for my X-Factor player, and then we're going to get to Tyler's in a second as well, uh, I'm going to go with, you know, everybody's talking about the lefty-righty, lefty-righty. I'm going to go with the guy that I think was the MVP of the team this year. And I'm going to go with Bryson Stott. Uh, I think he gives you amazing at-bats every single time. I can very much see in my in my uh, mind's eye here, like one of those 12-pitch at-bats that just grinds Lazardo's soul into dust. Um, I'm, I'm not I, – I think sometimes righty-lefty gets over um, – Overvalued in, in baseball. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go with Bryson Stott to be the X factor tonight. Uh, Tyler just flashed up his numbers there versus Lazardo. Uh, you know, pretty good on the year, uh, you know, and not many opportunities because he was early in the year getting those nights off versus left handed pitchers. So he didn't face him a ton, uh, but there he is on the year. And I used to yell into the Twitterverse, uh, why stop? Stop sitting Stott versus lefties. He can hit them. Uh, there's his numbers in 2023. 282 average, 347 on base, 383. Um, you know, what does that say? 82 hits and two strike counts, which is the most in Major League Baseball. You've heard me say this a couple times over the last couple weeks. Playoff baseball is all about clutch hits and oh, two yeah. strike RBIs. Uh, like if you can come up with that two strike count RBI single or double or whatever it is, those are backbreakers for the other team. So I'm going with, uh, as my wife and daughters call him, Stotty Too Hotty, uh, <laughs> to be the X factor tonight. Hopefully, Stotty Too Hotty brings the heat. Today. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, we've got Tyler's player. Yes, Seamhead Tyler has his X factor of the game. Who we got, Tyler? Jorge Soler. So Tyler Ooh. takes the other side. And not uh, for positive reasons. Yeah, well, if Wheeler can shut down Soler and get some stuff going, he thinks that's the X factor to the game. Uh, there is Soler's numbers versus Zach Wheeler. He's only 4-14 on the year with two walks. So that's pretty encouraging uh, that Wheeler has faced off against him pretty well. Uh, versus right-handed hitters this year, uh, 22 home runs, 56 RBIs. And I think that's Tyler's point. If you can keep Soler Lair and his balls try not to giggle in the park tonight uh you're you're gonna really increase your chances of winning the game Renee I'm just talking baseball again send help send help Tyler you monster the <laughs> hypothetical man no says, it's a fair point look there is another is side to this game I've moved on from that. I'm talking about Tyler now. Shut Solaire's ass down and you're in good shape. It is important to keep in mind, obviously there are players on the with the Phillies that we have to keep an eye on that we are expecting to have a big game. But on the other side, there's players that we don't want to get streaking and get going, and Solaire is one of them. Yeah, you shut him down, you're going to have a pretty good – I mean, he's one of their main power sources with Josh Bell. So if you're if you're able to, uh, you know, shut him down a little bit, then, yeah, you're going to increase your chances of winning the game. And whether it's Wheeler or the bullpen, it would be pretty cool if Wheeler went like seven and two-thirds tonight and, oh, yeah. and kept it minimal for the bullpen so that you're ready for games two and – Hopefully not three if necessary, but that would be awesome. So, no, I agree with you, Tyler. You're getting roasted in the chat saying you 
son of a bitch. <laughs> well, don't worry about man. it. I got your back, Tyler, because I know where you're coming from. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we've got Jesus Lazardo going up against Zach Wheeler. Again, I know we talked about the numbers in our show yesterday. We can flash those numbers again, Tyler. Um, Jesus and Zach's numbers that we have. For Lazardo specifically versus the Phillies and his two starts, 2-0 hey. in those, 12.1 innings pitch, 3.63 ERA. He's got a 2.91 ERA overall, though, um, and a 109 whip and 38 strikeouts in 34 innings. So he's been... Oh, he's been annoying, too. Um, but on the road, you look at the numbers. 448 ERA, 80 strikeouts on the road, split 5-5. Five and five, And you're on the road again, buddy. So hopefully we're not seeing some good numbers from Jesus Lazardo as he's starting for these those annoying Marlins going up against Zach Wheeler. So with that, let's give our predictions because we're getting closer and closer to game time. And... We gave some numbers. Jamie, did you want to go first? Oh, I'm going to need the graphic up because I forget exactly what I said. I believe it was... That was before the beer. Yeah, I believe it was six to three is what I went with. Um, yes, all right. Whew, got that right. I'm not There's our dumb. lovely faces. Yeah. Jamie copied me because I said first that the Phillies were going to win. We're both predicting victories for the Phillies, of course. I don't think that even needs to be explained. But in case you guys aren't able to read between the lines... I'm saying the Phillies were winning 7-4. I said that first, and then Jamie came in and went one number less and went 6-3. to three, So Well, there's, it's baseball. There's only so many combinations that are realistic here, Renee. Sure, guys. First, he tried to wear my overalls. Now he's taking my my, my score prediction and just going a, a no, run I think, down. I mean, I think we're... I, Oh, you know, the numbers that we both predicted there say we get to Lizardo tonight, <laughs> and I think they're going to get to him. Um, yeah. You know, look, the Marlins have never played in anything like this. You're not so, ready for this. I hope they're wearing their dark-colored pants tonight. You know what I mean? Because uh, they're going to be pooping bum, themselves. Bum, bum, <laughs> Real mature, Jamie. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Fry the fish. Fry the <laughs> fish. Mac McKemmo is saying 37 nothing. All right. I like it. 37 runs scored. I wouldn't be – I wouldn't have a problem with that. I think Philly would probably fall off the face of the earth. No problem here. 37 yeah. nothing. That'd be cool. Because everybody would be insanely out of control. Um, but, yeah, I could see – I just want the Phillies to make sure from the beginning they don't dig themselves in a hole. I know we talked about that yesterday, too. Um, absolutely expect the Phillies to go up. I think the Marlins will attempt to try to close the gap, but I think overall the Phillies are winning, and it's going to be a fun day at Citizens Bank Park. Yeah, um, let's, you know, I don't really have the nails left to go through a, a tight bullpen type game tonight. It would be nice to just kind of put your feet up and enjoy an awesome night down oh, at yeah. the ballpark and a perfect day for baseball. Uh, I did read one thing before the show here that was encouraging in terms of Craig Kimbrell, because if we like it or not, like he's going to be thrown into these high leverage spots him. tonight. Um, he did say in his final two games of the year that he really worked on ramping up his tempo. Uh, so it's something that he's conscious of. Yes. And if Kimbrell is in tonight, I really need him and JT and Rob to worry about the base runners. Mm -hmm. um, you can't let guys in playoff baseball just get free stolen bases on you. So I hope part of that tempo was also keeping an eye on the runners on the base tonight uh, because I already know I'm going to hate Jazz Chisholm after this oh, series. I know. And the Marlins do have some speed on that team. You don't want to see free free runs uh, especially when it's bullpen time, because that means it's a close game. So, oh, yeah. Uh, just something to keep an eye on there. But the Phillies are the better team. Uh, I think that's the bottom line here. It's a three-game series. Weird mm -hmm. stuff can happen in a three-game series. But more often than not, the better team wins. Uh, and the Phillies are the better team. Yeah. You know, since, since August 1st, they lead Major League Baseball with home runs. 
which mm-hmm. is kind of mind blowing because you always think about the Braves and how big a boppers they are. Well, the Phillies were better since August 1st. And once Trey Turner got out of his funk and he kind of turned the whole season around yeah. and he made them what they should have been from the start. Unfortunately, baseball's a long season and weird. They couldn't be there from the start, but they got there. And, yep. you know, I, I, I really think the bats are going to come alive tonight. And I think the Marlins are going to be intimidated by Citizens Bank Park. Yeah, I think my last thing on the, the point before we wrap up and announce our winner is I feel like the Phillies have just been working through the season at the right pace. You know, as athletes, you don't ever want to peak too soon. You don't want to get too high. You don't want to get too low. And I think a team like Atlanta, for all the records that they shattered and the historic season they had, is is really setting them up because now you have a huge target on your back and everyone's ready to knock off a team like Atlanta, um, the Dodgers, you know, these teams. Whereas I feel like the Phillies have been coasting along in the right p- pace Get out where of here, they've Enrique. been figuring out the bullpen, figuring out the batting order, figuring out the defense. A, a guy like Rojas, um, even bringing in a guy like Orion, you know, they've been taking time to work through those those issues that now when you come to get into re- October, someone like Craig Kimbrell knows exactly what he needs to adjust. He needs to work on his pacing. He needs to work on his awareness. So we're not giving up stolen bases. Whereas if you have things almost too perfect and you're not getting exposed as the season goes on, you don't know those areas of weakness. So I'm feeling very optimistic about the Phillies coming into Red October, not just because they're our team, but overall the depth, the talent. So Enrique, great that you're joining us, by the way, as a Miami fan, but get lost. Um, There's not real Marlins (laughs) fans out there. You people don't exist. There are no real Miami fans out out there because I... They're transplants. So, yeah. yeah, it's look, you need a show to watch to hear about your teams. And you that brought you to PHLY Phillies podcast. How about that? Love that people are giving their predictions in the chat. It is absolutely hitting weather. It is absolutely a great day to be at Citizens Bank Park. And for someone that day just got greater because you're also going to be going to game two tomorrow at Citizens Bank Park for free. Those tickets have been pretty pricey. Did because you see the numbers on these uh, on the ticket prices? Philadelphia is 500 percent more expensive than any other market that's why yeah because we have real fans here and unlike other areas they they're giving out tickets for like what 20 40 bucks the Rays game today there was like i don't know twelve thousand people there it looked like pathetic that would never happen at citizen bank park by the way um but the day is getting better because we have a winner thank you to everybody that joined in on our ticket giveaway there were so many retweets comments shares tags i wish i could give everyone excitement. tickets honestly i would love to give all of you a ticket and if you don't win the ticket you can at least still go down and, and tailgate beforehand because we will all be down there our entire crew is going to be down there tailgating so you can always join us jamie has already said and agreed that he's going to shotgun a beer with every single person that comes up to him <laughs> Sorry to your family. Yeah, I'm going to be sleeping here then. That's that's the case. So be there because even if you don't win the ticket, you can still have fun and enjoy all the excitement around. It's going to be beautiful weather. It's going to be a fun day. The Phillies are going to play well today and then lead into tomorrow. But for our winner, drum roll, please. (laughs) Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's Brendan Lavelle at Brendan Lavelle recently graduated back in 2019 from Mizzou, I believe. Um, Brandon Lavelle, we can't see your face in the picture because you got a paper bag on, but you're headed to Citizen Bank Park. Brandon Lavelle did comment saying he's going to be taking a friend, Nat Kamerer. I don't know if I said that incorrectly or not. But at Brandon underscore Lavelle, you are going to have to DM us 
with your name and your email, and we will be sending you tickets. So apologies to anybody that missed the giveaway. Jeremy, I know you said you missed it. I'm so sorry. We have more giveaways coming up. We've got giveaways for the Philadelphia <laughs> Union ahead of their final home game. We've got more giveaways tailgates, events. So you got to follow us at PHLY underscore Phillies because that's where you get all the updates on giveaways, tickets, and and we are giving out some fantastic opportunities. The tailgate, Christopher, yeah, we'll be there tomorrow. Tailgating. Yes, we will. Uh, our official tailgate is uh, jinx-free statement going to happen next round because uh, that's yes. mush-free. Uh, but Renee, Tyler, myself, Charlie O'Connor, some of us from All City, uh, we'll be tweeting out. Uh, we're probably going to be taking the subway down, so we'll come out of the subway and I assume end up in that Toyota lot. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll tweet out our locations and stuff, and hopefully we can meet some diehards and everything tomorrow because hopefully the Phillies are up one nothing and everybody's feeling great. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I guess Brendan's not here to claim his ticket, so we're going to have to give it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else has to get it. The rule was you had to watch the show. Um, but, no, in all seriousness, it's gonna. It's a great day to be a Phillies fan. It's it a is. great day for some baseball. It's a great way to knock some balls out of Citizens Bank Park and to be cheering, drinking beer. So, for us here at PHOI Phillies Podcast, thanks so much for tuning in. We do have a post-game show. have oh no boy. idea what condition some of us will be in for that post-game show. I'm not saying any names, but I don't know what condition we're going to be in. Uh, I hope I have a voice so get prepared <laughs> to do some heavy lifting and charlie's going to join us on tomorrow's yes. post game show as well so that'll be cool uh farmer maybe we'll throw a microphone to tyler who knows if my everyone voice gets is gone. a microphone yeah. <laughs> farmer jamie is going to reap some corn and also <laughs> after he does that he's going to be down at citizen bank park so again keep an eye out for the man in the overalls uh with the flip-flops or flops as he calls them and his calves out because it's jamie oh, yeah thank you guys for tuning in we'll see who gets to throw the first pitch we'll see what happens we'll see if our score predictions are correct and no. They won't be. See Absolutely you. not. It's never what you. Hey, who I can predict the right? score? Oh, wait, some nope. people do it all the time. Yeah, That's it's why like, people it's like a full like, percent chance. And and I'm. Um, oh, psh, don't be pessimistic, Farmer <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> this Farmer Jamie's on the pessimistic side. So our predictions are going to be correct, and we're going to see you back here for more on the pregame show. I mean, Lord. Post-game show. Don't go anywhere. For more, coming up here on PHOI Fleet's podcast, go Phillies, and we'll see you after they win. Have a good one, guys. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.